Welcome back to another episode of Teachable Life Moments with Keeler Bryson. Well, welcome back from the weekend, the Mother's Day weekend, that is. I hope that you had uh, an opportunity to go and see your mother or to call your mother, to bless your mother. Um, Because, you know, being a mother is not always an easy job. There's a lot of sacrifice that's involved in being a mom. And so um, I hope you were able to make your mom feel really, really special and just appreciate it um, this past weekend. I know I thoroughly enjoyed myself, you know, going to see my mom and then also just being able to be showered with appreciation and love from my husband and my two beautiful daughters. I really, really uh, felt so blessed um, this past weekend. Okay, so let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. You know, I want to talk to you from a topic today that I feel will help you personally or individually in your own personal life and with your, um, you know, corporate relationships with organizations, whether it be, you know, your workplace, whether it be in your own business, whether it's with, you know, nonprofit organizations, religious organizations that you are a part of. I have a subject today that I want to present to you with the intention of causing you to really think about your future as it relates to, you know, the job that you work, the type of business you may be operating in, the type of uh, nonprofit organization that you maybe volunteer in, or maybe the religious organization that you uh, go and support each week. You know, the pandemic has caused this country to shift in a whole lot of ways. Uh, The pandemic, you know, created a lot of disruption and it was um, a type of disruption that really has caused a lot of organizations and a lot of individuals to reassess their lives on how they can uh, prepare themselves to be better fit for the future, to be better fit for tomorrow, to be better fit for whatever tomorrow may bring. Okay. And that's good or bad. Um, and so I feel that now is definitely a time to audit everything about our lives. Um, audit our relationships, audit where we work, audit where we volunteer, audit where we go and worship, audit just all the things that have an impact um, in our lives. And so today I want to just basically talk to you about being fit for the future. Uh, I know a lot of books have been written about it, um, you know, because a lot of organizations, they want to be fit. You know, no one wants to be unfit. When we think about our health, if we're if we're unfit, that is not good. Um, it means that we can't walk where we need to walk. It means that um, we could have health problems that cause us to have to be on medications that create additional side effects. 
Um, and so when you think about being unfit from that context, uh, it's just not a good place to be, you know, health wise. And it's not a good place to be business wise. It's just not a good place to be when we're trying to make sure that our lives are moving forward in a healthy way. And so I want to talk to you and point out and make a few points to uh, get you to consider and to ponder in your mind and just to begin to develop a plan if you don't already have one or to challenge you to begin to think about the different systems and organizations that you are connected to. Um, Because no one wants to be left behind and when we're not fit for the future, we're basically setting ourselves up to be left behind. We're setting ourselves up to be vulnerable, to fail, to suffer, and to basically be at the mercy of others. And that's not a good feel. That's not a good look. And it's just not wise to do that. Uh, as I've said before in a previous podcast, that one of my strengths is uh, futuristic. That is a gifting that I have. And I can't quite explain it. I just know that it seems like I can always see where the new direction needs to be. And um, and it really, really chaps my hide when, <laughs> when, you know, I see, you know, leaders of organizations that basically are not moving an organization into the future. And... So many, many, many people, so many leaders are not futuristic. And I know God didn't gift everybody with that. Uh, But if you have a team that surrounds you, a team that reports to you, a team that serve you, I'm sure that somebody on that team has a futuristic gifting on them to help you help move that organization forward so that you're not left behind. Um, You know, I can think of some organizations now that struggle with always being left behind, but they claim that they may be, you know, the leaders in an industry or that, you know, they're the ones that will be the ones that guide and direct the, the world in the direction it should go. But at the end of the day, that's not the case they're actually an organization that's always behind and the world is the one that's the one that's always advancing. (laughs) And so we don't want to be like that. We don't want to be like that in our personal lives because I'm here to tell you if we operate from that perspective, from that position, from that mindset, we will always be left behind. We will always be responding from a reactive instead of a proactive um, positioning. So here is the first thing that we've got to remember if we're going to be fit for the future individually or as organizations or as leaders of organizations. You've got to to realize that there is always a continuous need for transformation. And if you are an individual or an organization or a leader of an organization, who does not recognize that there is always going to be continuous transformation, then you are not positioning yourselves or your organization to be fit for the future because the future is going to call for us to transform. It's calling for us to not look like we look today, tomorrow, right? Uh, The emphasis is on continuous 
that means that we can't just be thinking that we've got to do this particular thing the same way now and in the future because we know things become outdated things become obsolete and if we think that we are not required to transform continuously then we are not fit for the future the next thing if uh, that we've got to remember if we want to be fit for the future individually or as an organization as i've said before we've got to realize uh, that we've got to change you know we've got to realize the need to change i know some people are in love with staying the same they're like walk they're like people who walk around with fly collars platform shoes from like the late 60s and 70s and everybody's looking at them because they're out of place with their clothing and if we are operating from that position people don't want to have anything to do with us we can't grow we can't grow our organizations because no one really wants to be a part of something that's obsolete and not uh, appear to be going anywhere and so we've got to remember that there is a need for continuous transformation, which means we've got to change, right? You know, you look at a lot of organizations that were not prepared for the pandemic and you can see uh, that they were not because guess what? A lot of them have closed. A lot of them have shut down and many of them will not come back because they were not prepared. They didn't realize the continuous need to transform. They didn't realize that there was a need to change. They didn't pay attention to trends in, um, the, in the arena that they serve. They didn't, they didn't pay attention to the culture. Um, and as a result, they didn't have a plan in place to see certain things. And when you don't have a plan, that recognizes the need to transform, to change. And part of what helps us to, to realize what we need to change is by paying attention to trends and culture. Um, a lot of people didn't know that the pandemic was actually um, taking as serious effect as it was because, you know, uh, we didn't incorporate that in our plans. We didn't think of anything like that, which I know many organizations couldn't really actually think of something in that capacity. But if you think about a crisis management plan, usually organizations have some sort of crisis management plan to deal with maybe loss of revenue, a drastic loss of customer uh, purchases, uh, a drastic loss of attendance to different functions. And so that's what paying attention to trends, paying attention to risk, paying attention to the threats, and then addressing a strategy to, to address those things helps us to be fit for the future. Paying attention to the culture is very important uh, because it helps us to be uh, basically have like a culture readiness um, because culture impacts organizations. Whatever's going on in the culture you're gonna fill it in the organization that you work for or the organization that you lead. So it's very, very important. You know, let's say if you are a church, yeah, you still gotta pay attention to the culture, the trends, because if you don't, you will become obsolete and outdated and have a program that serves no one, but probably the few people in your, in your uh, congregation. And so you've got to be open 
to change and, and continuous transformation. And then next, you've got to be open to having the right skills, making sure you are continuously learning. You know, because if you're trying to teach a skill that is no longer needed, then what's the point? You wasted time and resources for something that people do not need. Um, is your team um, skilled for the future? Are they retooling themselves? Are they educating themselves and upgrading their skill set? You may think it's not necessary, but if you operate from that mindset, then you are not positioning yourself or your organization to be fit for the future. If you are an individual who's listening to this podcast, what type of skills are you uh, retooling yourself with? We know that technology-wise, this country is always upgrading and transforming the technology arena, so much so until a lot of jobs are going away because of automation. Um, We know that artificial intelligence is impacting the workplace. Um, As a result, how are you as an individual retooling yourself so that you're not left behind or out in the cold without uh, work? So even on a personal level, we've got to uh, make sure that we're making ourselves fit for the future. Then we want to future-proof our relationships and the people that we interact with. Are the folks that you're in collaboration with, are they fit for the future? Are they people who are stuck in the past that are always trying to talk you out of updating yourselves, bettering yourselves, taking advantage of personal development opportunities, taking advantage of investing in something that's going to uh, provide a a generous return at some point in your life, in some uh, specific area of your life. You know, some relationships are not future proof and that's just the truth. You know, some people can't, um, don't intend them to, to succeed in the future. They really can't see themselves in the future. All they can see is where they are right now or they operate from a past mentality. You want to make sure that you're connecting with people who are excited about the future, people that are excited to invest, you know, monies into the future, Uh, folks who got resources that you could possibly tap in and vice versa. Uh, It's time out for relationships that are not going to help us in the future. We want to make sure that, you know, we're connecting with people who, um, know what the next move is so that it can help us. And then if we know what the next move is, we can help um, the, the relationships that we are connected to. The next thing that we want to re- uh, realize is that we want to make sure we understand the importance of the balcony. Um, too many leaders have uh, on the dance floor mentality. And we know that when you're on the dance floor, you have a limited view, right, of what's really going on. But if you're in the balcony, you can see everything that's going on. And so you don't want to be that type of person that operates from a, on the dance floor mentality. You've got to rise up, elevate, go higher so that you can have a, uh, a total view of what is going on. If you only operate from uh, on the dance floor view, you are not fit for the future. You are not preparing yourself to be fit for the future. We want to see the big picture, basically, is what I'm saying here. Next, we want to make sure that we are um, realizing the importance of adaptive intelligence. And this is basically, you know, 
uh, we have the capability to use information to manage challenging situations. A lot of times people don't pay attention to data. And a lot of people feel like, oh, I've been doing this for 25 years, 30 years. I've been doing this for 50 years. You know, I, I, I just know how it go. No, you don't know everything. You need to pay attention to the data so that you can use that data to help you uh, navigate through challenging situations to help you be on alert or to realize a challenging situation is coming down the pike. Too many people want to operate from what they know, and a lot of times that know is outdated information. Okay, so realize the importance of it. If you don't always know what's going on, you need to surround yourself with people who know what's going on. You need to uh, read books or pay attention, or you know, join groups that um, address that specific area of interest that you are trying to master or to prevent from experiencing a crisis. I mean, it's one thing to have a challenge and, and, and it's another thing to experience a, a crisis with that challenge. And a lot of times we could avoid crisis if we use data and pay attention to information of what the customer is saying or paying attention to how society is changing and trends are changing. Don't be so high and mighty that you, you know, feel like you just know it all because nobody knows it all. Use the information. It will bless your life. Use the data. It will bless your life. And then the next point I want to make about making sure that we're being fit for the future. We want to make sure that we, we are having a hearing ear versus an ear that has heard. Uh, you may be saying, what? A, a hearing ear versus what was heard. What is the difference? The difference is when you have a hearing ear, it's basically, um, it's a verb. It means that you're listening to a sound. And on this one, I'm talking from a spiritual point of view. Uh, but if you've had a, a heard type of hearing, you basically are hearing past tense because heard is a past tense verb, right? Too many people operate from a heard ear versus having a hearing ear. I don't know how many of you are familiar with the Bible, but there's a scripture that talks about Abraham and how God had asked him to go and sacrifice his son, Isaac. Do you remember that passage of scripture? Now, in order for um, Abraham to hear what God had to say, he basically had a hearing ear when he heard the instruction. And he commenced to do what God had instructed him to do. And then when he actually got in position to actually carry out and obey the instruction, there was another instruction that came that said, no, don't do it. Stay your hand. So what he initially was hearing became what he heard, right? And because he moved from what he heard to having a hearing ear, it prevented him from killing his son. And to me, what that says is that a lot of times when we're operating from what we've heard, we're killing our uh, organization's success. We're killing our personal success. We're limiting our 
personal and organizational successes because we keep operating from what we've heard, which is the past. When in actuality, God is speaking something new. He is speaking to a hearing ear. And so I want to challenge you on my last point, because I know that this is one that's going to really, really be hard and challenging for a lot of folks is developing a hearing ear instead of operating from that heard ear, because this is the thing that's going to prevent a lot of people from being fit for the future is because all they can tell you is what they've heard. What is God saying now? What are you hearing him say? Because you will find that a lot of times he's going to cancel out what you've heard and give you something new and fresh. And you've got to be able to have a sensitive ear to hear what he is saying. Okay. That's my time. I hope what I said today has helped you and caused you to be stirred in your spirit on developing uh, yourself personally and organizational wise, whether you lead an organization, work for an organization, we want to be a part of people and things that are fit for the future because we don't want to be left behind. There's a price to pay when we are left behind. We lose opportunity and resources and we put ourselves at risk of struggling and not being successful. So I'm going to ask that you like, share, the podcast. You can DM me with feedback and topics that you would like for us to address here. All right. That's my time. And as always, have a wonderful week.